It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. We call this our Scattered Thunderstorm season, as we release one episode each week in anticipation of our exciting winter daily podcast series starting January 17th. To learn more about our training programs or to support this podcast, visit ellerslie.com. Well, Eric, we just celebrated Christmas, so Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. We, uh, we both have a little red on. Uh, that's right. As, and you have green, green and red. That's right. Well, I, that's I did, nice. This, this is like, this is the closest I could get to without being like the cheesy, <laughs> ugly Christmas sweater uh, look. So This is about as close as I can get to. I just <laughs> I have one red shirt. And uh, so I should have worn a green sweater over this because I have a green sweater. That's true. That would have been brilliant. Though you wear enough sweaters, we should just get you an ugly Christmas sweater sweater officially that would be really nice for daily thunder that's uh, what i was thinking you know what, what's interesting is i remember a few weeks ago we had discussed that i think it was like thanksgiving week that plaid was thanksgiving and then sweaters were christmas and oh that's so true what I was i thinking <laughs> and you put on plaid uh, well I, I think it's because i don't have any red sweater yes. i i probably I, it's it's nice i i, yeah, I well, i'm not complaining well forgive me there for, could be someone in the audience that's complaining but i'm not well for those uh, who are offended i i apologize <laughs> uh, i'll i'll wear a sweater soon uh, <laughs> uh well eric i want to talk through this idea of we've been walking through this 12-part series yeah and again re- we've been releasing one episode every monday as a way to let people get caught up on our content. There's a lot of content yes. that we produce. I, I'm guessing they're starting to get caught up. That's my hope. I would in hope fact, so. What we want is by the time we get to our series you know, start date in January, that they're like mad at us saying, hurry up, hurry up, hurry we up. Need That's what content, we, yeah, we need more content, We need more content, Well, there is 10 years of sermons they could also go start going back through as well. So we got a lot of content. Uh, yeah, we have a lot available, <laughs> available to them. Uh, but again, we're releasing new series starting January 17th. And we debuted them last week. We at least gave a little quick oh, highlight. That's right. We gave a behind-the-scenes peek. That's right. I would love for you just to maybe tell us again what your series is and more of the vision in your heart of why you feel like that is so important for the days in which yeah. we live. So I always want to put God willing. That's, I think, the hard part of announcing a series in the future because we are preparing these things, and it is very real to us. But uh, mine is, at least tentatively, the, the title is Spiritual Lessons from Abe Lincoln's America. And where I'm going to be studying not just Abe Lincoln uh, per se, but the time period in which Abe Lincoln grew up. And so it's, it's that time period, which is known as the antebellum era, which is basically from 1812 to 1861. It's, it's everything before the war. And what led to a civil war where 750,000 Americans are going to die? It's a, it's a travesty at a very high level. And there are a lot of contributing factors, but it was a very partisan and divided nation, north, south, very heavily divided. And I would like to dig deeper into that because we're experiencing a division in the church, which is unacceptable according to the word of God. You know, you read through first Corinthians and then try and explain and justify why we have denominationalism in the church of Jesus Christ. And it's really hard. And we have an extremely deep divide in our nation. And it's more, it's not necessarily state lines like it was back then. It's ideological lines. And, uh, but it's becoming more and more vehement in our uh, nation. But it's, I think, surprising to people to find out that our nation was more divided back then than it is even now. And uh, that also can offer us a little hope at one side. But I want to learn how is the body of Christ 
we can bring wholeness to our union. And that's more of what I'm passionate about is to sort of have the spiritual Abe Lincoln type of movement to deal with what is needed in and amongst us as the body of Christ right now. I'm so excited for your series. I think it's going to be so rich. I love how in these series that you've done where you've taken some of the historical um, things that have actually happened in history, but then shown the spiritual principles. And I think it's been a, such a good encouragement to realize that you know, history just repeats itself, but yep. that there's there's always hope yep. that God can, just as he moved in times past, he's a still God of today and that yep. he can still do mighty works. Amen. I'm very Amen. excited. Well, Eric, this week we're in the middle of Christmas and New Year's, and this is often a week where people are reflecting, and they're just reflecting back on the previous year, and we're reflecting forward on what is coming. And it's actually a good spiritual principle just in terms of what you would typically call building piles of stones. Could you mm. tell us what that even is and, yeah. and why that's so important? Yeah, the, you know, the, it was the, in, in Israelite practice that God had them remember. And it was, it's a weird thing to think that remember is a command, to, to remember. It sounds like it's a bonus feature. Like, you know, I'm just going to choose to remember instead of realizing that, no, you're commanded to remember. And we don't do that very well. In fact, I would say most of us, have made the statement many times in our life, I'll never forget this. And then a week later, two weeks later, we've already forgotten it. We are very forgetful in our natural bent. And so we have to labor to remember, which is why God established things like this. And first of all, he had different holidays, different things, different days, even in the year and different celebrations that would hearken back and would remember what God did. And, uh, and so these piles of stones, would be something that every time you'd see them, you could ask, what is that for? And of course, the aged amongst them should always be able to remember and rehearse the great works of God. And for us, we need piles of stones in our life. We need to deliberately choose to memorialize that which God is doing. Because when we look back at the last almost two years now, uh, it's not quite two years, but the start of the COVID season, many of us just have a darkened lens towards it. it's like oh the world's just going to hell on a handbasket and oh it's just horrible yeah can you believe what's going on in the world and we have a very negative haze and i remember even you and i finishing 2020 we really enjoyed 2020 as a ministry we thrived during 2020 and we did a lot of laughing and we yeah it was ridiculous and so much of the stuff that was happening was totally absurd but we are rejoicers. And so as a result, we had a very delightful year, but most people said it was the worst year of their life. And I think it has a lot to do with how you approach it. And right now is a great time in the year to build piles of stones and to go back through and to say, do you remember what God did though? And so, yeah, we see what the enemy has done, but what did God do? And that's what we want to build a pile of stones to remember. I think in <clears throat> in these days, you know, when things are hard and when things are difficult, we tend to we it, again, it's our natural predisposition. Whatever that word is, that I'm trying to <laughs> hurry or hurry get out of my mouth. We are predisposed. I'll use that word to to forget. Yeah. And it's I think so much more so when things are difficult. It's like you have to labor to remember the goodness of God. Yeah. And I love how many times in Scripture not only does it command us to remember and you know to rehearse things. But God seems to go out of his way to consistently remind his people yeah. his character, his nature, his life, yeah. his mercy, his goodness, yeah. his love. And you almost wonder, it's like, why Why does he have to labor so much to remind us who he is? Yeah. Because we forget who he yeah. is. It, it's that when we're in the middle of a storm, 
I forget that God is good, mm-hmm. that he delights in impossibilities, mm-hmm. that God actually is willing to stack the deck against himself mm-hmm. so that he receives all the glory, yeah. that, that he, he wants things to reflect himself. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to showcase his mercy and his goodness and his faithfulness yeah. and, and life and his love. And for me, I, I, I know that throughout the seasons of, of my life, the times in which I've been diligent in journaling and, and mm-hmm. rehearsing those grand truths, we do that around here yeah. all the time. Yeah. And in fact, I think when I first moved out of here, I'm like, why are we spending so much time talking about what happened last week? We yeah. just happened. I mean, we just did yeah. it. And yet what I realized is it, it's such a great practice of soul, yeah. especially as staff to go, yeah. okay, what has God done in our ministry? Yeah. What What is God doing in our, in our personal lives? What is God doing in marriages and families yeah. and in your personal life? Which I think mm-hmm. is one of the things we've lost in this generation that the the greats from yesteryear yeah. were so much better at is, is the journaling and the yeah. rehearsing yeah. because they wanted something to go back to that in the hard times to say, oh yeah, God, God doesn't change. He's still faithful. Will you talk about your practice? I know that you you're, you are a journaler mm-hmm. and you often even use that practical pile of stones as a way mm-hmm. to remember. Could you talk yeah, even used, just as, a, as an illustration? It used to be that when I did a physical journal, like actual paper, I know it's back in the day when you used to use stuff like paper. Uh, I would hand draw in a pile of stones if it was ever a significant movement of grace where I, I felt like I need to remember this. And so I could still look back through my old journals and just see piles of stones in there. And I'll stop and I'll review what God did because that's obviously telling myself from 27, no, 29, 30 years ago to remember this, Eric. Don't forget this. That's been an incredible thing. Now I have a little graphic that I cut and paste, uh, copy and paste from a previous uh, pile of stones that I used. And so I can go through my digital one in Word or Pages and and see that that's been a tremendous thing. And there's, I think it's important to note that academic intelligence and spiritual intelligence are different. And you can't treat them as the same. For instance, I don't need to remind you every day that two plus two equals four. Whoa, I don't whoa, mean, whoa, whoa, I know. settle and down. Maybe I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's certain things that you can remember via rote yep. and by repetition when you're young that stay with you. Your vocabulary, your, uh, your understanding of the ABCs, your number systems, they are academically gained and there's not a spiritual content to them necessarily. And your spiritual intelligence, it's weird. I don't need to remind you the most basic thing, like two plus two equal in four, but I do need to remind you that God is present with you right now and he will turn this to good. That his grace is sufficient. And you're like, thank you for saying that. It's like, that's two plus two equal in four. That is so basic. How did you forget that, Nathan? And yet I forget it too. I need to constantly rehearse these truths, which is why we as the Ellerslie team constantly go back to the basics and are rehearsing, not so that we can just learn them again. We're not going back in the wrong sense of saying, oh boy, I forgot everything. We're saying, what is the keys to living this Christian life? I need to walk in faith. I need to put off the things that are hindering me. I need to trust in Christ. I need to recognize my position in him that in his death, I died. In his burial, I was buried. In his resurrection, I'm resurrected. In his ascension, I am brought into the heavenly places where I am seated in him, 
in heavenly places. I mean, this is extraordinary. And all things are beneath his feet. I need to rehearse that because we don't feel it from our culture. If you look in around, you don't see these truths. You don't see the fact that Christ is enthroned on high. That's not on the front of, you know, People magazine this week. Hey, by the way, everyone in the world, Jesus is enthroned on high. He is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You're not reminded of that. So you, via the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, need to rehearse those things and to make sure that you're remembering the most basic, most rudimentary things in your spiritual intelligence. Spiritual intelligence is more like the human digestive system. You don't feed your body once in a decade. You feed it daily multiple times. And that's the way our spiritual intelligence seems to be, is we need to rehearse. We need to go back and eat that same meal that we've eaten many times again, maybe even three times today, so that we are healthy and strong. That's really good. <clears throat> maybe just as a way to wrap up this particular episode, I just really exhort those who are listening to almost take some time this this week and just ponder God's goodness and, and what has he done throughout this last year. One of the things I love is, is to read Psalm 136. It's it's that great Hesed passage, but his loving kindness endures forever. His his steadfast love endures forever. And in Israel, it's Israel's history, whether it was good or bad or ugly, every single stage of their history is repeated with this phrase, his loving kindness endures forever. Hmm. And I love coming to the end of a year and the start of a new year where I re- reflect back on the year and just say, Lord, Regardless of what's happened in my life, regardless of the challenges, regardless of the the highs or the lows or the things that are ugly, Lord, your loving kindness, your steadfast love, your mercy endures forever. Amen. And so if I can just encourage you, spend some time with Jesus this week and really just reflect on his goodness and his grace and his grandeur, for he is good. Amen. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. To learn more about our training programs or to support this podcast, visit us at ellerslie.com. Thanks for listening.